welcome to the Insolvency and Law podcast, providing specialist insolvency and debt-related advice for business owners and individuals. For more information on debt recovery, business restructuring, and personal and corporate insolvency, visit our website, www.insolvencyandlaw.co.uk, or call us now on 020 7504 1300. Hello and welcome to the Insolvency and Law Business Advice Show, the podcast dedicated to credit management, debt recovery and insolvency in England and Wales. In today's episode, we're focusing on credit management and the different things business owners and directors can do to ensure their companies get paid quickly and easily recover losses from third parties. To help us get an understanding of how good credit management can benefit your business, we're joined by Insolvency and Law Director Peter Murray. Peter, thanks for speaking with us. How are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you very much. What about yourself? I'm very well, thanks. And interested to hear your tips and advice for businesses that operate as unsecured creditors. It's probably best to start at the very beginning. So can you tell us exactly what an unsecured creditor is? The term unsecured creditor is a creditor usually a provider of goods or services, or even a lender uh, who provides goods and services to its customer or or customers um, on credit uh, without any security. Uh, That is to say, if the uh, customer defaults in any way, shape or form on repayment of the credit, the unsecured creditor has no means to realise payment of the debt because the unsecured creditor has not taken security over the credit extended to its customer. Okay. So now can you explain how company directors and business owners can use credit management to reduce bad debt? Good credit management does and should, in fact, reduce a provider, a lender, provider, company's exposure to bad debt, especially uh, if, you know, that credit management procedure is robust because good credit management would undertake a at least a basic level of due diligence. You will satisfy yourself that the company is solvent. You will satisfy yourself, and you can do this through companies else by ensuring that the company is at least balanced insolvent. You can, again, undertake some basic credit reference searches to establish if the company has uh, any county court judgments recorded against it in the last six years, unsatisfied judgments for non-payment of debts. And again, you can see if there's any adverse credit data recorded against the uh, customer's name um, before you know you decide to extend credit to that particular customer. Again, you can you know go to companies house you know to see if these companies' accounts, trading accounts have been filed on time. Uh, you can again check to see if the uh, if there are new directors or you know if the directors have been in post for a very long time. Movement of directors isn't necessarily a good thing, but it isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it just tells you that there is movement with the executive management in the company. 
And what steps should business owners take before deciding whether to give credit? Before the steps a supplier ought to take before extending credit to new customers, uh, really should be a, a basic level of due diligence. The first would be a company's out search, especially if your customer is a limited company. Uh, you'll perform a search on company's house to see who the directors are, to see if the company has filed its accounts on time, uh, its confirmation statement on time, and to view what other statutory records have been filed with companies else. So, you know, that's the basic level of due diligence and also a credit reference search to establish if the company has any adverse credit data recorded against it, such as uh, satisfied or unsatisfied county court judgments, any winding up petitions that have been that have since been dismissed. The, the company could be the subject of a statutory insolvency procedure, namely a uh, company voluntary arrangement. And so um, this is a basic level of due diligence that a company, a lender or a provider of goods and services ought to take before extending credit to a new customer. And as things stand, it's becoming increasingly difficult to collect invoices and debts from late paying customers. So are you saying that good credit management will actually help make your business more successful? Absolutely. Good credit management does help to reduce bad debt. You know, you wouldn't want to lend money to uh, a customer that has a history of not paying its debts on time. And you wouldn't want to give credit to a customer who has county court judgments. Well, the only way you're going to establish that is by uh, undertaking a basic level of due diligence. Um, you wouldn't want to lend money to or extend credit to a customer that is insolvent, that has an insolvent balance sheet. But again, by going to companies us and looking at the company's accounts or looking at their balance sheet, you can tell if that company is balance sheet solvent or not. Again, by going to companies house or doing a basic level credit search on the directors of the company, you can ascertain if those directors are disqualified directors or if they themselves are the subjects of an insolvency procedure or if those directors have recently been made bankrupt or are an undischarged bankrupt. So by undertaking a basic level of due diligence, you can establish the credit worthiness of your prospective customer. Okay, so let's say you've done all the due diligence, everything checks out, but you're still unsure. So how do you decide how much credit to give a new customer? Well, I suppose it depends how competitive, you know, your marketplace is and if your customer can go up the road to your competition and get better credit terms. But, you know, for a new customer, best way forward would be to ask for prepayment in full. If you've got doubts about the customer's credit worthiness, for example, it's a new company and there's no credit information available for that customer because it is a relatively new company. Um, so you may ask for payment in full or you may go 50-50. You may say, okay, pay 50% now and I'll give you 50% on credit, 30 days. Or you may reduce the term of 30 days. So I'll give you 100% credit, but I'm only going to give you, you know, 14 days to pay as opposed to to 30 days to pay. Or you may say, okay, I'll give you 30 days credit terms, but I want you to you know, sign a personal guarantee agreement where you personally guarantee that if the company doesn't pay, 
you personally will step in the shoes of the company and pay this debt. And so, you know, giving a company credit, 100% credit, uh, a new customer credit, uh, first time around, it's always tricky business, but, you know, you exercise your due diligence and some discretion as to who you are prepared to uh, extend credit to. You, it really is down to the credit worthiness, what you consider to be a credit worthy customer. Certainly, you know, um, a prospective customer with county court judgments or has an insolvent balance sheet, you will certainly consider not to be credit worthy. And, you know, my advice would be to take some form of security. Uh, you know, and that security would usually be uh, in the way of a personal guarantee. And what are the benefits of taking a personal guarantee from a new customer and how would that protect your business? Well, if that customer defaults with regards to payment, then you can turn to the directors personally for payment. Of course, that personal guarantee is only as good as the person giving it. So, you know, if the directors of the company, uh, if they are of no financial means, they have no assets, they've got no property, et cetera, then that personal guarantee is perhaps not worth the paper it is written on. But if those directors, those given a personal guarantee are property owners, then that personal guarantee is actually of value because, you know, you've got something to enforce the personal guarantee against. You can enforce it against the guarantor's physical home, if you like, or, you know, some of a property or some of the asset, you know, known to you that the, director may lose in the event one should commence a bankruptcy or any other insolvency proceeding. So in summary, when it comes to credit management, it's important to ensure that A, you conduct comprehensive due diligence on all new customers, and B, you're actually happy with the credit terms you're offering. Absolutely. You know, given credit, you've got to be satisfied that you've given credit on the best terms for your business that absolutely reduces your own exposure to loss because invariably most times when a supplier gives credit the supplier you know would have incurred some real cost um some labor costs some raw materials costs in making up the goods and services the product and providing that to the customer and so, you know, let's just say you sold goods or provided services to your customer for value of, say, £10,000. Um, you've probably incurred maybe £7,000 in real cost in labour and materials. And you may have a 30% margin where that's your profit. So you've sold the goods for £10,000. You've given credit of £10,000, but it's really cost you £7,000. And so effectively, you've just given £7,000 of your money to this customer in the hope that that customer, for your £7,000, your customer is going to give you back £10,000. But of course, if your customer fails to pay that £10,000 invoice, then of course, you're out of pocket by £7,000. You've just given away effectively £7,000. And that's a really good way to look at it. You know, it's going to cost you £7,000 to make up the goods, services with labour and materials. And so that's what you are giving to your customer in return for £3,000. So you could say, I'm going to give you £7,000, you know, with the expectation that I'm going to make a profit of £3,000. So, you know, you have to decide how much credit you're going to give that customer. You may say to the customer, look, prepay £7,000 and I give you 30% on credit. 
then at least, you know, you've actually protected your own self. So the £7,000 they've prepaid covers your cost, covers your labour and your material. So what is exposed then is just your profit element, that 30%, that £3,000. You know, that doesn't really happen in the real world. Um, Most customers want 100% credit. And, you know, where you can sort of like, you know, perhaps give 50% credit and 50% prepaid, that's a good relationship to have until, you know, you've gotten to know your customer, you have a trading relationship, which is successful. And then you may say, okay, I'm going to relax the credit terms and start giving you 100% credit. Sadly, we've come to the end of this episode, but thank you, Peter, for helping to shed some light on this subject. My pleasure. Please have me back again. My pleasure. If you found this show useful, you'll probably enjoy some of the other shows in this podcast series. But for more information about credit management, please do call Insolvency and Law today on 0207 504 1300 and speak with a professional independent advisor. Thank you for listening to the end of this podcast. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Insolvency and Law podcast. If you require additional guidance on any of the topics we covered today, visit the Resource Centre at our website, www.insolvencyandlaw.co.uk or call us now on 020 7504 1300